All right, happy Tuesday. Lacrosse Talk PM here on WYZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. I'm Dave. He is Rick Solom. Hope you guys are having a great Tuesday. Rick, it's beautiful outside. Tell me you're not having trouble getting up your driveway. Uh, as of Saturday, I still was. At night, I can't. Yeah, because all the snow melts down the driveway. Yeah. And then at night it freezes, and then it's all... But I thought Joe Pappy fixed your four-wheel uh, drive for you. Oh, yeah, I could probably use the truck. No, I didn't. Using the car. Oh, I didn't know you had a car. Yeah, I have a... a I have a... If you look outside, there's yeah. a car with a, a white front and a silver... Aha! Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's Rick Solon right there. Uh, that's probably... Just fix that. <laughs> probably why you identified as a millennial a couple weeks back. <laughs> all right, so... Uh, Thanks for being part of our show, man. We really appreciate you guys. And if you want to be part of Lacrosse Talk PM, I think you know the drill, but I'll lay it out there for you again. The Better Hearing Center, talk and text line, 785-7914. That's a 608 area code, 785-7914. I believe we are broadcasting live on Facebook, too. No? Okay. Well, that's not happening. But if you would like to call or text the program, that is the number to do so. Thank you. Forgot to do that. 608-785-7914. A couple of things I want to talk about today. If you were with us last week, then you heard our First Amendment discussion, at least how we tried in fits and starts to get into some baseline discussion uh, about the First Amendment. I think I probably spent some time uh, waxing a bit bit poetic uh, about some of our founding fathers and, and, and why I believe that Constitution, the Bill of Rights, is possibly the most perfect legal document that's ever been written. So today, uh, I kind of want to work down the line just a little bit. I want to take your temperature on the Second Amendment of the United States of America. Of course, that is the right. And I'll just read you. It's a very simple one. Uh, it's a well-regulated militia being necessary to secure a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Okay, very simple. It's one sentence. A well-regulated militia being necessary for the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. So I'm curious to take your temperature. What do you think? Second Amendment, antiquated, or still as important today as it was over 230 years ago? Again, the Better Hearing Center talking text line 75-79-14. Uh, good buddy of mine, Sean O'Neill, Rick, uh, who runs the O'Neill Law Firm. You'll probably see some of their billboards uh, around town, offices over on uh, 5th Street. Sent me over some really great stuff. Um, a number of um, case studies and Supreme Court decisions that have had to do with the very nature of what the Second Amendment is. And, and these are modern, some historic, but modern Supreme Court cases. And I think it's interesting when you look at how the Supreme Court interprets what the framers of the Constitution had to say about your right to keep and bear arms in relation to modern times. So I want to get into that a little bit. Now, there's also something else that I've been dying to talk about, at least for the better part of a week since I was last with you on Tuesday. And, Rick, I'm, going to, I'm probably just I'm going to stun you with what I'm going to say. But I, I've been thinking about this for almost a week now. I think there's valid reasons to put a recall petition for Tony Evers as governor. Tony Evers is a man not of sound mind, and I'll tell you why. He is a man not of sound decision-making, and I'll tell you why. The Better Hearing Center talking text line, 785-7914. Who's first? Dan. Dan, welcome to the show. How are you today, man? 
I'm excellent, Dave, and uh, I, I have a comment on the Second Amendment, but uh, what you were just leading that conversation you were just leading into, uh, talking about Tony Evers, uh, I think you should – I haven't called in since Mitch got off the air, but I think you should be the full-time host, especially after that comment you just made, and I know you work mornings and stuff, but you get my vote for full-time host. Second Amendment – uh, absolutely, people should be allowed to uh, keep and bear arms, especially in the current uh, environment of this country with uh, what's going on with a duly elected president and the fact that you've got an FBI and possibly a Justice Department that uh, are certainly of questionable character right at the moment. And as far as Tony Evers goes, I don't think the guy could make up his mind on which side of the fence he should fall off of. <laughs> and he's part of the problem of why the school system is screwed up in the state of Wisconsin. And he was running it for that long. He comes out of a, he comes out of a, a, a school system, a superintendent of schools one week and the next week he's advocating for deregulation or deregulizing uh, marijuana. I mean, which side of the political uh, spectrum are you on? Tony, are you for kids or are you for politics? Um, and, and like I said, with the Second Amendment, yeah, now it's more important than ever. I do. And uh, Brennan and Comey and Clapper and all those clowns have demonstrated exactly why it's important. I'll just hang up on that. Dan, love it, man. Thanks so much for the call today. Great hearing from you. The Better Hearing Center, talking text line. Again, 608, area code 785-7914. Yes. You know when you, when you throw out, uh, they're taking our guns and recall Evers? We only have an hour. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, let's do this. Uh, well, well, we'll take one more call because we've got some news coming up. I'm going to tell you guys exactly why. And, Rick, you're gonna, I think you're going to fully appreciate what I have to say about this, and you might even agree with me on why Tony Evers is a man of not sound mind, uh, who obviously needs to be recalled. But that will be coming up in just a minute. Dave's online with us. Oh, no, he's not. All right, well, Dave, you made our job just a little bit easier because we still have to uh, jump out for a quick bit of news. When we come back, I'm going to tell you why I believe that Tony Evers is a man of n- not sound mind, somebody who at this point should possibly be put up for recall. It's Lacrosse Talk PM. You're listening here to WIZM News Talk 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Across Talk PM, WIZM News Talk, 1410 AM and 92.3 FM. Thanks a bunch for being with us here this afternoon, wherever you are and however you may be listening to the program. Rick and I appreciate your time. And the Better Hearing Center talking text line is 785-7914. Love to get you guys here on the show. Want to talk a little Second Amendment today. I'm, a, if I would say, a closet constitutionalist, and, and by no means am I a constitutional lawyer. Fortunately, I've got a friend, Sean O'Neill, uh, who does dabble in some, uh, at least, research of constitutional law, who had sent me some really, really interesting stuff, Supreme Court cases. And, and again, all of my information that we talk about here on the show is, is readily available to you. If you care to get source material, just hit us up. I don't know exactly what our email address here is at WYZM, but I'm sure, Rick, there is one. Uh, and if you'd ever like to get the source material for any of the day's programs of which I'm hosting, feel free. Uh, reach out. I'll be happy to send it over to you. Um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about here real quick, and, and we had Dan on with us, and Dan was uh, giving Tony Evers a little grief, and you know I think that's fair. Um, you know, Politicians do a very public job. I, I was making mention of the fact I believe that Tony Evers is not of sound mind and potentially should be recalled. 
uh, for one reason and, and one reason only, Rick, and I would love to get your, your beat on this, uh, because I know you're a sports fan as well as you are a, a political guy now. I think that Tony Evers should possibly, and I'm, I'm not saying for sure, but possibly be put up for recall for the simple fact he said that the Wisconsin Badgers would beat the Duke Blue Devils in the national championship of men's college basketball. And now you cannot tell me that anybody of sound mind would make that kind of proclamation. I care not that he is the governor of the great state of Wisconsin. 1849 to present, or whatever it is. I care not that he is recently elected and trying to make friends. No, no, no. What I say is this. Wisconsin wasn't going to go anywhere, and nobody should have had him beating Oregon in the first round. The Badgers are in a bad way. They can't shoot. They can't shoot free throws. They can't run. They mostly can't jump, all of which are prerequisites, at least in 2019, to playing competitive basketball. And so unless Bull Ryan wants to take this program over and recommit Frank Comiskey and Michael Finley out of retirement... I don't know that it gets better before it gets worse. And so I, just, I have to tell you, I'm very, I could even say verklempt about how upset I am at Tony Evers for making that kind of proclamation. And then you tell me that his, uh, I, I mean, what, his second, L- lieutenant governor. his lieutenant governor said Marquette. For, Milwaukee native. Oh, my God. And, and I was the fool that actually put Marquette over Murray State when I did my best to tell every single person that I could get a hold of that Ja Morant of Murray State will not only be a top three overall draft pick, but was going to annihilate Murray State. I'm sorry, Tony Evers, the end of the road is is nigh for you. When I saw that story come across the wire, I added to the story. I just put, Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers is now the biggest homer in the state. (laughs) And the second biggest homer is his lieutenant governor. So Mandela's from Milwaukee. I think he he was in a district over there as some government official. Sure, sure. So he has to put Marquette in the Final Four as well. And 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 Evers because neither of them win. Well, well, what do you say, Marquette and Wisconsin in the final? So who was, win- you know, well, actually they would have played each other in this. No, that would, they would have no, met each other in the final. They both losing in the final four. Oh, okay, well that's cute. Year. Okay, get them to the final four. Then. I mean, I had Marquette going in the final four. I spent exactly four minutes on my bracket. Listen, you could have you could have hit me up earlier this season uh, because I thought Marquette was doing a great job. Steve Wojciechowski. I mean, the, well, they got a guy that scored forty points in a game. I'm like, good yeah. for me. Whatever. No, no, I, I hear you. <laughs> uh, but it all went down the tubes at the end of the season. Listen, so. You know, back to the Tony Evers thing. I mean, obviously, I'm no political person, but I would just say that, look, if you're going to tell me that the Wisconsin Badgers are going to win the college national championship, you need to be examined. Well, at least this year, yeah. Um, I mean, he did say because Ethan Happ is going to garner so much attention, the three-point shooters will be open to nail down threes all day. Now, uh, you know what? It was was funny. I was almost forgetting how upset I was at Tony Evers. Now I am assured of this. Get this man out of office. If that's what he believes, he obviously has no particular acumen uh, for public life. So moving on. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Our news site, WYZMnews.com, has got a couple of interesting articles up there right now, including high court questioning courts' roles in partisan redistricting. The Associated Press has got something there. And then something from uh, Brad Williams about student governments being unhappy with building commission votes. What's that all about there, uh, Rick Solem? Well, that has to do with Governor Evers wanting to improve the state's buildings by borrowing money to, you know, finish these projects. Mm, borrow and, from where? Um, you? Oh, no. Maybe? Thanks, where, anyways. Where are we getting money? To um, I would say gas tax. Okay. So okay. I, yeah, I, I mean, Float I on the gas tax. I don't know either. I don't know where they're going to bring this pool of money from. The science building, brand new, being yeah. built, halfway built, yeah. and then it's not getting built anymore because there's 
you know, we need to build need to, to build more money. <laughs> well, this is you know, this is a call then uh, for private donors, uh, people that want to see UWL get that science building built. You know, step up to the plate. Uh, you get your name on it. I'm pretty sure about that, right? We name stuff when I think it's already named. Oh, something. well, never mind that. And it's probably like a dead guy or something. Well, right. you know, sometimes you can be living, right? I mean, you know, it happens. Uh, it depends on how much money well, you've gotten we, and what state you're giving away to. That's how we should uh, pay for the you do, uh, lacrosse, lacrosse center renovation. I completely them. agree. I mean, anytime there can be private funding that takes care of a, a, a semi-public problem, I'm for that. I think that's actually a pretty good way to go. At one point, we we uh, we said, you know, when Mitch was doing the show, it was like, have a have, me and Mitch should have our mural on the side of the building we'll we'll kick in a couple hundred bucks i love that i will tell you that the uh, the legwork has already been done for my mural we've got that cartoon it's all over town uh mornings with david scraty by the way boosh all right so rolling back to one of my main topics today and i'm going to probably continue this for the next number of weeks and i have a text about if you're doing oh, the second amendment yeah 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 that's where we're going to go again so i want to do this for the next couple of weeks i'm not going to spend a lot of time probably any time at all talking about the third amendment of the United States Bill of Rights, because that's largely to do with commissioning soldiers in your home in times of war and non-times of war. Uh, not completely applicable coming, right now. isn't it? 2020. Uh, you know, again, I think the barracks situation has been handled at this particular point. I think we've got enough infra- infrastructure. But, but again, I, I do think it's important to remember, especially now, now more than ever, okay, and, and it doesn't matter what side of the political spectrum you're on, now more than ever, it is my belief that we as Americans come together to reclaim our rights. Lots of people like to tell me, and I I, I hear it from uh, whomever it is that's speaking on whatever bully pulpit, about what they want to take away from you. We're going to put this law in place. We're going to restrict this. We're going to do this to restrict that. We're going to make sure that this doesn't happen and and that doesn't happen, which is all fine and good. Some of these are are very well-intended and probably necessary measures, and I can understand that. What I don't hear from anybody, like anybody at all, since Ron Paul, Rand Paul's father, who was a much, much, much more well-read, well-rounded individual, at least in my opinion. I have not heard anybody, Rick, talk about the freedoms they want to maintain or give back to Americans. All I hear is restrictions and what they want to take away, what people want to do to you to enable them to take more of your freedoms from you. So for me, it, 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 it comes off a little coarse. It comes off almost downright vulgar, considering where we come from in this country. Now, the Second Amendment, again, very simple, one sentence, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Very simple. Let's go to the text line, 608-785-7914. Uh, what do you got? Oh, from, uh, excuse me. Dan called earlier. Yeah. And um, so this text has to do, how does Dan feel about the DOJ banning bump stocks? So, I don't know. Okay, I mean, that's, okay, fine. Um, A bump stock, for those that don't know what that is, can take a semi-automatic rifle um, and and convert it into a near machine gun. It's not a full machine gun. Full automated machine guns have been illegal for Long time. I, I don't even know exactly when. Long, 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 long don't time. Do we need the machine guns, though, when the citizens need to take arms to, to overthrow the government? Okay. So I see more. I, 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 see, I see where you're going with this, and that's not the spirit of the, of the conversation we're having. I, I know where you're going with this. but more Second, second Amendment. More of it. No. See, you're okay. Fine. F-16. See, this is where. Fair F-16. This is where, this is where guys and gals and people of all different, you know, again, political persuasions become 
deadlocked in, in disagreement. Because, no, uh, your average individual citizen no more needs a bazooka, a missile launcher, an RPG, a hand grenade, uh, any of those other things for any purpose other than novelty. Okay, those are not things that we are trained to use. However, the point of what we want to talk about here, okay, is, is your rights as citizens of the United States and, and those who have attempted throughout the course of our history to limit those rights. And this happens every single day. There was a case, a Supreme Court case, McDonald versus Chicago. And the premise of this was establishing that the Second Amendment applies to the states through the 14th Amendment. Dig this. Through the 14th Amendment due process clause. And so both on a state and federal level, it is illegal to ban the possession of arms in this country. Now, in essence, here's what happened. And this is a very modern case. All right, And this speaks to our changing demographic and our changing political spectrums. Chicago enacted a handgun ban to, quote, protect its residents from the loss of property and injury from death of firearms. Now, Chicago Police Department statistics, we are told, uh, revealed that the city's handgun murder rate has, has increased since the ban was enacted. And this is part of the Supreme Court case. This is from the actual Supreme Court summary. So the Supreme Court found that Chicago handgun violence had actually increased since the ban had had been put into place. Without getting into too many weeds, and we can use this as a point of reference, McDonald versus Chicago, a very recent case. This is from the Supreme Court. In debating the 14th Amendment, which the 14th Amendment came about after the Civil War, and and it said that all persons are naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof, so territories, etc., are citizens of the United States. It also goes on to say, that no state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge, okay, get that, no state shall make or enforce any law that shall abridge the privileges or uh, immunities of citizens of the United States. As a citizen of the United States, you're endowed with with certain inalienable, inalienable rights. These things are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But you're also granted specifics in the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, 608 785 7914. The point of this, and this was the summary conclusion from the Supreme Court in McDonald versus Chicago, it is clear, this is their summation, it is clear that the framers and ratifiers of the 14th Amendment counted the right to keep and bear arms among those fundamental to rights necessary to our system of ordered liberty. Um, the reason I want to bring this up, again, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm hitting on some off-topic, and maybe it's not off-topic, but, but some out-of-the-norm points of reference because I want to make this this clear. Well, I don't think that we should have M16s in homes. While I don't think that we should have people using military weapons uh, against their citizens or even for protection of the home, the idea behind private property possession is largely to do with my desire to support the Second Amendment. Now, do I own guns? Yes, I do. I am a legal firearm owner. I am so because it is a right of mine and because I was raised in a household in which the ideas behind owning firearms was not taboo. And I can understand that people don't like them, and that's fine. Look, a gun is a very scary thing. It should not be taken lightly. It's not a toy. It's a a weapon. It's designed to do one thing and one thing only, and that is to kill somebody. Now, that is also why I think that lawsuits against gun manufacturers are asinine. How can you sue a company for its product doing exactly what it's supposed to do? The gun is designed to kill somebody. Now, guns don't, as inanimate objects, kill anybody, people, humans, sick individuals, a society with a a deep 
and troubling problem. I've seen people. that on T-shirts. Guns don't kill people. Yeah, but I, I mean, it sounds trite, but it's true. Uh, Dan called in. He said, uh, you don't need a bump stock to shoot a squirrel. He's That's also very true. Against bump they, okay. Well, yes, you he do. He said anything that... Anything uh, that makes stock a semi-automatic, uh, automatic, no, no good. I, I'm, I'm with that, too. And, and, and look, I think it's sometimes we, we lose the forest through the trees, right? Like guns or don't like guns, shoot guns or don't shoot guns, that's not the issue. The issue at stake here, and this is at stake for every American and always has been, but more specifically now than ever, the issue is the rights that you are endowed with as an American citizen. Why the framers of the Constitution, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, Ben Franklin, why they felt so specifically and personally tied to these kinds of freedoms, how hard they fought, the consternation between a number of colonies, many of which did not see eye to eye on anything. The idea of private property and security are two of the most fundamental in, in this country. And I know we're up against it. We're going to take a look yeah. at news here. Um, when we come back, we'll take more of your calls and texts on the Better Hearing Center talking text line, 75-79-14. You're listening to Lacrosse Talk PM here on News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Lacrosse Talk PM, WIZM, News Talk, 1410 AM and 92.3 FM. Hope you are having an incredible Tuesday. It is going to be Rick Solom. About 60 degrees or thereabouts, depending on which weather app or phone or whoever you're looking at or listening to, about 60 degrees tomorrow here in the lacrosse area. Isn't that fantastic? Sounds terrible. Oh, come on. I get you outside more. How's Millie liking the weather? Uh, Millie is Rick's dog, by the way, not his girlfriend. Just uh, to clear this up. <laughs> or his grandmother. Yes, exactly. None of those things. The uh, traces of snow that are left. She, I have a like a minute video of on Instagram of her rolling in the snow. Is that right? Literally a minute. What is it about the labs that that makes them so drawn to the snow? Because my dog, as well, is a, a half a lab, half border collie. He well, just wanted dog has longer hair too, right? No, is short, static electricity. No, sure. I don't know. I don't know. He he just he had a lot of fun, a lot of fun playing it. So now recently, uh, I've been having to uh, scold my young pup there because he's running off into the thicket, getting himself stuck with briars and other little uh, sticklers, right? And he wants to chase these rabbits, which of course are. I mean, probably too fun to pass up. I don't know if I could pass him up if I was a dog. I figured out eventually that he's not going to catch the rabbit. I think that's what happened. My cat caught a lot of rabbits this winter, a lot. The cats are patient. Yes, they are. And my cat was born outside, too, so I think it's, like, used to it. Uh, anyhow, back to the program here. And if you've been with us so far this afternoon, we really appreciate your time. And uh, no matter where you're listening to us, online at WIZMnews.com or here with us on 1410 AM or 92.3 FM, we appreciate you. The Better Hearing Center talking text line is 785-7914. Uh, going back and forth on a couple of things, I was, you know, making sort of a tongue-in-cheek play earlier today about Tony Evers needing to be recalled for the simple fact that he was obtuse enough to suggest that the Wisconsin Badgers men's basketball team, not even the women's hockey team, for God's sakes, but the Wisconsin Badgers men's basketball team is led by Ethan Happ, I mean a good college basketball player, I guess, was going to somehow defeat Zion Williamson and the Duke Blue Depp. Come on, man. That's the kind of stuff you should be fired for. And I know you're trying to, you know, again, you're the governor of the state, and that's cute. But be realistic. You know, don't lie to me, Tony. I mean, tell me something we can kind of believe. So what is the, what is, like, you're the governor. Yeah. Governor Evers, how do you how do you see the Badgers doing? In Losing the by tournament? 20 to Oregon in <laughs> like the first like, round. You're going to get lambasted. Well, I'm sorry. Do we want honesty or do we want people? I mean, uh, this is what we're talking about all the time. We want politicians to be straight with this. Don't listen. Nobody's got 
to spin it, right? Like, oh, oh, I really, wish, I really wish, hope the Badgers do well in the NCAA tournament. It looks like it's a good field. It's a tough road. I hope they do well. That's great. Perfect. Fine. You have said you know nothing. What, I mean? like you can, now, what you can say, like, you said. no, flip it on its head and say, if the Badgers were in the NIT, I have a strong feeling they would finish a, a solid fourth. <laughs> but here in this tournament, no, no shot. Uh, there's just not enough athletes. And when I heard that, I'm just like, Tony, come, you're killing me, man. Just stop it. You know, this is where I'll give Trump some credit. You know what he would say? Oh, terrible team. Bunch of losers. They can't win. That's what I would have loved to have heard. But, no, of course not. Tony Evers says they're going to beat Duke, uh, Duke and Zion Williamson as if. 785-7914. Maybe they would have. No, we'll they would know. not have. Yes, we can. Been... Central Florida, baby. I'll tell you, speaking of Central. This... Was it Central Florida? Yeah, yeah, UCF. And they nearly did it, by the way, with a guy named Taco Fall, who's seven foot six. Uh, here's the thing. The Taco Central... Fall is no Ethan Happ. You're right. He's actually better. Uh, he doesn't shoot free throws quite as well as Ethan Happ. A slight 38% to Ethan's 41. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. That, that kind of stuff just irritates me. Don't lie to me, Tony. Just tell me the truth. Say, you know, Wisconsin's not that good this year, and it's not going to be that good. Uh, we're also talking a little uh, Second Amendment. Kind of a hard left turn there, right? So Tony Evers getting recalled for stupid basketball takes and the Second Amendment. And, look, um, we've had a, a number of different phone calls. We've had text messages coming in off air, some of which we, we, we haven't necessarily been able to put on air. And largely I think that we're all together in that going full machine gun, tanks, F-16 planes, RPGs, surface-to-ground missiles, or surface-to-air missiles, excuse me. No, th- those aren't necessarily in line with what Americans should be keeping in their homes. Uh, but my, I'm, I'm more concerned with the foundation of this country and the fact that the foundation of this country sits uh, as very few have ever done on such a strong constitution. I mean, most other republics in, in the world's history have fallen long before the time the United States has fallen. And I think that without a, a judicious look at what our rights are, in this case, the Second Amendment right of the people to keep and bear arms and that right not being infringed, I think these are important. As much as we might think they're antiquated, that's not always the issue. The issue is the foundations upon which this country has been built and the rule of law which has been, been built around that. Now, in this Chicago, McDonald versus Chicago Supreme Court case, there were places, the city of Chicago, for specific example, looking to ban firearms in Chicago. That's an illegal act. Chicago was trying to take away rights that were granted to you as an American citizen, as backed up by the 14th Amendment which was in direct retaliation to the end of the Civil War. The Dred Scott case back in 1857 said that Dred Scott wasn't a citizen. In the 14th Amendment, it says, yes, former slaves are now citizens. This also codified in some people's minds, including the Supreme Court, that the Second Amendment is a fundamental liberty and one that cannot be infringed upon by any ordinance, ban, or otherwise unconstitutional amendment. 608-785-7914. Who do we have up next? Uh, Eric, Eric, what's happening, fella? Yeah, I agree with you. I think this Mr. Evers is an idiot. <laughs> doing what the hell he's doing in any matter, shape, or form, he's just following a liberal platform. Now, regarding the, our, our Bill of Rights, our Bill of Rights were written by our founding fathers to say that they were God-given rights, not something the government could give them. The government was wrote those laws that first had announced to enforce them. They are God-given rights of self-defense, and you can have anything you want. I, I, you know, I know you can have machine guns. I know you can have that because that's all one. But that is the purpose of the Ten Amendments, 
the Constitution of the United States. All right. Now they want to eliminate the uh, electoral college because all they want to do is they want California and New York to elect all the presidents because they're all liberal votes. I, listen, I, I feel your pain, brother. And as far as the electoral college goes, I don't want to get Greg Luce upset, who, by the way, really wishes the Onalaska folks had an electoral college. He thinks he had a better shot to win a city uh, council vote, but it wouldn't have happened either way. Uh, nobody likes Greg Luce. Uh, anyways, um, just to go off of Eric here, uh, yeah, the, the electoral college thing is, is a very huh, interesting and, and, and quite a large, encompassing thing. Uh, as, as far as... The Second Amendment goes, uh, these are not enumerated as given by God. That is an absolute factual inaccuracy. The Bill of Rights were not designed by all of the framers. Um, as we talked about last week, and Trempolo Tom was on this with us as well, uh, there was quite a bit of back and forth. A, a group of anti-federalists, including James Madison, or not James Madison, but uh, uh, Thomas Jefferson and others, made really sure that states' rights and people's rights were enumerated in the Bill of Rights, not God-given. Seventy-five, seventy-nine, fourteen. Who's next? Nathan. Nathan, welcome. How are you, Nathan? Yeah, I'm doing well. And yourself? Doing great, man. Doing great. What's up? Well, you know, you're touching on the um, on the uh, Second Amendment. Yes. I'm a life member of the NRA. Sure. So uh, you know, I, you know my stance off the bat right away. My problem is, is that that there's there's a there's a double-edged sword. You know, uh, what has happened in our country when you talk about the. Uh, it's more like the demographics of our society has changed in, in the fact that, you know, everything we did, I, I'm, you know, born in the 60s, so, I mean, the, everything was closed, you know, basically. We didn't have 24-hour stores. We didn't have anything. you got to go back and watch a rerun of, like, Andy Griffith, <laughs> kind of get the flavor of, mm-hmm. of our culture. But the problem is, is that we've shifted. We've, you know, the great American dream or the great American greed, whichever you want to call it, They've taken our uh, companies, they've sold our companies to overseas concerns, and when they come into these into our country with these ideas of, you know, how HR things, you know, they're, they're taught that, well, you know, Anheuser-Busch is owned by a German company. So you're taking the, these concepts of, you know, what's good in Germany, so now we're going to try to influence people that way. And the funny thing is about it is that we see this, is that it's, it's such a change. Our founding fathers attended church every Sunday. The store was closed on Sunday. They couldn't even, you know, they wouldn't even have a concept of a 24-hour gas station open on Sunday. So our, our people have gotten so used to not being responsible for their own actions. You know, we, we passed laws where... Um, it's mandatory that you have car insurance. Well, yeah. before we would, you know, not that many years ago, you'd say, well, you, you drive sensibly so that you don't have an accident, so you don't kill somebody. You look out for the other person. Well, Keith, oh, and it, it's, it's more of a demographic thing that's changed in our society. I'm um, getting back to yeah. it is that, getting back to my, the, the, the Second Amendment, the Second Amendment thing is, is very crucial and very fundamental. My only concern is, is that if I get a call tonight and, you know, my grandkid is shot at school because somebody brought a gun in, how am I going to react to that? That's the question. Yeah, and you know, that, That's where I'm going to leave you at. Listen, so, I think that's, that's fair, and I was just going to try to come to, uh, uh, you know, a point of, of uh, conclusion with you on that. And yes, that, I mean, that's, that's a fair point. As far as the demographic shifting, um, that, that's a, a very layered uh, discussion, one that I hope to have in the future because you can draw a lot of parallels to, and I hate to say this, but... The women's liberation movement and, and mothers being out of the home and a sharp increase in, in violence, the likes of which we, we haven't seen. I'm not saying there's a causality one-to-one, 
Uh, but I think it's interesting anecdotally, and at some point, if we've got the preparation uh, and the time to do that, I'd, I'd love to jump in. As, as far as the Second Amendment goes, and, and this is the same for all rights, and I feel the same way uh, if it was an act of terrorism, right? Like the Patriot Act is one of the most unconstitutional uh, things that's ever been brought before uh, brought before uh, a United States Congress and the House of Representatives. I've done in, in, in the, the middle of the night, basically eviscerates all of your rights as an American citizen. Not the point here for today. Uh, the point is this for me, uh, Keith, just to kind of put a button on it. Unfortunately, in a free society like we have here, tragedy, while never enviable, is undeniable. It's going to happen. I would never want, no matter what the tragedy was personally, I would never want your freedoms, Keith, to be taken away from my loss. So if, just for example, that same thing would happen to me, my son, my grandkids, as they eventually may be, if they were to succumb to gun violence, as tragic as that would be, in no way would I look to reshape the, the Constitution of the United States. These are personal problems. Again, the, the machine uh, is not at fault. Um, you did make also, Keith, a quick mention about cars. Uh, driving is illegal anyways. That's why they make us get a driver's license. So the idea that the forced insurance was not going to be a next step was you can kind of see that coming around the corner. Uh, all right, speaking of coming around the corner, we're around the corner from heading out of here. I can't believe it. It's nearly 6 o'clock already. We've got to take a final uh, break here on Lacrosse Talk PM. We've still got one online. If you would be so kind as to hold on, we'll be sure to get your call up next. It's Dave and Rick, and you're listening to WYZM News Talk 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Lacrosse Talk PM, WYZM News Talk 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Thanks so much for uh, bearing with me today. I know you've got a... Well, you got to bear with Rick Monday through Friday, so ha, ha, ha. Uh, but really appreciate you guys giving me some of your time today, lending me your ear, if you will. The Better Hearing Center, speaking of ears, talking text line 785-7914. Uh, we got Dave online with us, or David. I think it's David, and he's been patiently holding. David, welcome to the program. How are you today? David. Oh, my bad. Oh, there you me on. I'm a 71-year-old uh, man in Billing House. Uh, so I'm not afraid of what uh, repercussions are going to come from what I have to say. I have a very strong background in upper levels of uh, law enforcement, uh, investigations, and whatnot. Uh, I've worked both state, federal uh, levels. Uh, the point I want to make is why do I carry a concealed weapon now at my age? Well, first, I'm not the young man I used to be. But secondly, I need to protect myself from the criminals out there. But unfortunately now, I have to protect myself from the local police. Somehow, good cops are still on the forces in local law enforcement all over the country. But the thing is, somehow they've been weaponized to vacate their oath to serve and protect to where a lot of it is aggressive, uh, lack of social skills, deadpan look on their face, they're very stoic. Uh, I don't remember ever seeing a cop's teeth here in lacrosse, but in a smile, hopefully. But uh, yeah, I want to bring something up the public is unaware of. Uh, and that's the PSYOPs operation that uh, local cops have been using lately, and this is nationally also. If you remember the Arab Spring that occurred in the Middle East, which I've done an extensive amount of research and reports on, 
shortly thereafter, we, we had the, the laughing lip-syncing police uh, from the Israeli police department, the IDF, whatever. Then, yes, it seems somewhat innocuous at that point, but then they instituted that same psychological effect to try to bolster up people's uh, love, worship, and respect for cops because their reputations got so bad. They were like the goons of New York and the Pinkertons, you know. And uh, anyway, uh, so they were trying to fix it. Now, some jurisdictions are sending small teams over to Israel to learn all this. But, you know, uh, if you look at some of this uh, social media stuff, yeah. Now we have national police lip-syncing groups competing with each other. How crazy is that? You know, this is all just a way to whitewash the nefarious behavior that is ruining the reputation of fine, responsible career cops, you know. And uh, we've got a lot of good cops in the cross, but we've got a few... Uh, that I question, and when I see a police chief wearing a full third colonel's collar brass, uh, along with my law enforcement, I'm also a retired military man that has served in every single branch of service, except for one, uh, I take that seriously. I know people talk about uncommon violence, but it tells me that somebody has an ego problem. Maybe they didn't get to suck on their mother's breast long enough. I don't know. But we have a lot of mentally deranged people out there. So, yeah, that's why I also have to consider carrying a uh, concealed carry uh, permit. Not, yeah. not always. But I'm only on real experiences when I'm going out to do some consulting elsewhere. So, David. But this is something I want the public to know. Listen, I, thank you so much for I, I letting me share this. I want to thank you uh, immensely for giving me your time today, and I, I wish that, that I actually had more time. I know that I say that every single week, but I mean it more today than ever. That was an incredible phone call from David, and if you weren't picking up what he was putting down, well, Rick, that seems like a topic of conversation I would love to get into. And it's a story that I have worked on in the past, and that is the militarization of the United States police officers. Crazy stuff. Listen, we're just about out of time. Coming up tomorrow on Lacrosse Talk PM here on WYZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Rick Solom is flying solo. Rick, uh, what do you have planned for tomorrow? Well, I'm not flying solo. I'm going to bring in co-pilot Viterbo Political Center. <laughs>